welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Floyd. And thank you for listening. One Nation Sports. Yeah, what's good? This is Wale, and this is One Nation Radio. Yeah, you know. Welcome to One Nation Radio. This is Rich. I'm sitting here with James. James, what's going on, man? Tell me why we're excited. We are excited because it is our two-year anniversary of One Nation Radio. This is our 60th episode. So it broke down to like, you know, 30 a year, you know, we're lazy, you know, I mean, it'd be like that sometimes, but, um, you know, we, we try to bring the quality, you know, um, you know, and by, I mean, try is, you know, come, you know, totally unprepared with no notes, you know, and, you know, just, just go off the head, you know, freestyle, you know, you know, shooting, you know, as they say, yeah, pastor. Yeah, I had never heard that song. Like James had told me about it before. Um, Pastor Troy rapping over the uh, Goldberg beat. Yeah, like man. that's happens. You, that's what happens when you're born down here in Florida, man. You, I mean, you hear, you hear. It's just a, such a melting pot of here, just different shit. So since we talk about Rassel rap so much lately, Rassel rap ain't nothing new. No, you not know, at all. like you remember the old uh, WWF Aggression album? <laughs> you know, it had you know Ice T on there, Snoop. Uh, Run well, DMC, the East Siders wanted. You talking about the first one or the or the one? Or like, I remember there was one where uh where Method Man was basically rapping over the rock. Yep, so. it, that's okay. the same one. Okay, all Method right. Man, yeah. <laughs> so like, Russell Rap ain't nothing new, but yeah, two years of One Nation Radio. Um, happy to be here still. Um, the audience has expanded a little bit since then. Um, a little bit. A little bit. You know, we we still you know got a lot of room to grow. Um, we became in the two years we became, you know, an iTunes official podcast, um, which I don't I don't know if they let everyone do that. Um, I could be wrong, but if not, you know, allow us to put ourselves over. Yeah, just let us feel special for a day. Just let you us. know, um, you know, aside from you know our us toiling in mediocrity, you know, <laughs> we were able to, you know, I was able to get in contact with Wale, um, you know huge hip-hop star and one of my favorite rappers and get him on the show episode 46 for those that haven't heard it um that was a that was a that was probably our most successful show um and it was just like it was epic it was just like you know the momentum you know building the nation's grown strong um a lot of a lot of interaction on twitter you know with everybody as james puts his fist up in the air you know the nation you know is growing you know one nation radio um you know, shouts out to everyone that's, you know, guested, you know, on the show. Um, Josh, um, Thorne, Sierra. Um, we missing anybody else? I remember, I recall there was one episode with, uh, let's see, it was Marcus. It was, yes. I think Kirby was on it too? No, Kirby was on it. He called in, I think, really fast. Yeah, Kendrick's been on it once before, I believe. And also uh, uh, the guy named, we uh, affectionately called Tyrell. Yeah, you know, that guy, uh, you know, who, who doesn't want to be revealed, you know, for for whatever reason. But, um, 
That, that I think that was episode seven, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. If y'all y'all haven't heard that, like it's just you know, and Marcus was on the show too. Yeah, yeah, Mark. I forgot about Marcus. Wow. Um, but um, yeah, it's it's been you know a nice form you know to get you know the bullshit that we talk about amongst each other out. Um, it's a little bit toned down, you know, because half the time like we'll we'll we have these like hour long conversations on the phone, pause about um you know just whatever's going on and I'm like man why we ain't record this shit but you know so we just started turn the mic on and you know that's how it goes but um originally you know we wanted it to be you know like a lot of sports pop culture wrestling try to be even with it but the wrestling really took off for us as far as you know the interaction the listeners and you know there's enough you know sports analysts out there or want to be sports analysts so um, we figured we'd, you know, take what we, you know, were passionate about in wrestling and you apply like the same type of arguments, you know, we would for, you know, a LeBron or a Kobe or, you know, anything like that, you know, to everything. And us being wrestling fans our whole lives pretty much. And, you know, we both kind of came back with, you know, The Rock um, when he came back in 2011 and then CM Punk, you know, set the industry on fire it was it was really easy to you know seat back in there and then wwe network now it's like i don't, I don't think i'm ever gonna stop watching wrestling so what's uh what's the show meant to you james um just just a form for me to basically something that i something that i um i watch on a regular basis and um i guess you know seeing um, you know, with the help of the internet, compared to when I was watching, when I really did most of my watching in my, um, you know, in my um, childhood years, it's just there's actually a, com- a more of a sense of community because of the internet and seeing other people's opinions, and you know, obviously the good and the bad that comes from it, mm-hmm. to where, um, you know, it's almost it's kind of weird. Wrestling is almost has like a like an IWC or for opinions on people it has like one particular set of opinion of this person is good because of this, this and this and then like the other the inverse is he's not good because of this this and this Yeah. and you know just basically like de- depending on the person either they're pro this guy or pro that guy for the same exact reasons that another person likes him or dislikes him yeah. and it's interesting like seeing you know running people talking to him and um, going back and forth and appearing like getting gleaming like what what what's what's you know what's their how it is for them so mm-hmm. um for me it's just uh it's just been a really fun thing to do for this thing that I enjoy watching very much right um and you know we appreciate all those listeners that have sent emails oh it, never mind they um, <laughs> ne- never really ever want to send emails so no. radio one nation at gmail dot com um email the show um we appreciate the Twitter interaction, but we're trying to get that email popping as well. Um, but going into, you know, we're moving past SummerSlam with the, you know, Lesnar is champion, not showing up on Raw. Yeah. Um, we Which got. We knew was going to happen. Yep. And everyone seemed to love, but I told them they're going to they get real sick of it real soon. Um, we got, you know, Roman Reigns, you know, his ascent. We got Dean Ambrose damn near being killed by uh, Seth Rollins. Dean Ambrose is dead. I don't know if you know this, but like he ain't been on TV the past two weeks, and also he's uh 
shall you say, he's been eulogized. So yeah, he, I mean, he's been eulogized. I don't know why WWE didn't put, didn't put you know his his wake or his funeral on the network for nine ninety nine. I don't I don't <laughs> understand what's going on. I think I think a lot of fans would have enjoyed you know being able to be close to their favorite wrestler. All right. To the, the demise of, the, of their favorite wrestler. So I, I don't know what's going on there. So um, Dean Ambrose, if if you resurrect from the dead, we'll be happy to see you. But you know people don't do that typically. So before um, before we you know just just pause that real quick. One thing you just emailed me today, uh, speaking of the network and um, and its price, you emailed me something today, or I'm uh, sorry, you texted me something today that I thought was absolutely hilarious. Uh, do you remember what you sent me? Yes. All right. So apparently WWE is um, selling black 9.99 t-shirts. Yes. Um, it says it's the dollar sign nine decimal point nine nine, and on the back is just a small little. Uh, like up towards the neck, it said it has a WWE logo in the back. It, that's it. Ingenious. Uh, Absolutely hilarious. These people are such freaking opportunists. Yep. Well, oh, they chant nine ninety nine. All right, we'll give them some for nine ninety nine. All off the strength of that one segment Triple H cut like two weeks before, uh, or sorry, like probably like thirteen days before SummerSlam. Right. This ain't nine ninety nine over and over and over, and now they have a T-shirt and they and they, they probably it's all sell, calculated. They probably can sell five thousand of them. Like that that Nikki Bella stuff last night was screaming to be meaned up, but I never told anyone. Yeah, hashtag, but I never told anyone. That's definitely that's 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 okay. So um, we got to do so, it. We got to read off these. Um, but I never told anyone jokes. Okay, go ahead. There was a, there was a couple that I have. I'm loading them up now. So you wanna. Carry, carry me if for I the remember, next 35 remember, seconds. If, if I remember correctly, there was one that said that uh, Brie Bella knew that Hogan was the third man, uh, but didn't do anything about it. But I never told anyone. Like, it was just a bunch of just foolish. Like, the one for me is, that really gets me was the, set, or the very first one about, uh, who was the name of the uh, prom date? Ryan, right? Yes. Okay, so, WWE, storyline-wise for the most part, doesn't want us to remember what happened two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But somehow, they want us... Oh, they put up my uh, Nitro review. Turn up. Alright, cool. Um, that's one you just read to me earlier, right? Yeah. Alright, well, um, okay, so be sure to check that out, guys. Uh, but back to my, what I was saying, it's just um, they don't want us to remember anything from two weeks ago, but somehow they want us to you know like, care about this twins sibling robbery over a prom date that happened in, like, based off of their age, like, the year 2002, <laughs> like, 2002 prom season. You know, run to, it we're back. We're to care about this from, like, 12 years ago. Like, meanwhile, I don't really see anyone caring about John Cena, the prototype. Do you? No. Yeah, I, just go figure. Uh, I, I don't know if it was just we need some segment something to fluff for the segments or what but okay some of the best ones it was like uh i i wrote a couple of these myself along with some some retweets so we'll we'll just go um you know brie was actually the one who decided hogan should win the title in 30 seconds at wrestlemania 9 but i never told anyone brie actually injured dan brian's neck but i never told anyone brie told cm punt to take his ball and go home but i never told anyone 
I was I was originally supposed to be the third man in NWO, but Bree told Hulk Hogan he should join, but I've never told anyone. Um. So basically, if y'all see it, you basically get anything bad that happened in wrestling. You know, is always Bree Bell's fault. You know. Wow. Brie once had an overdue library book, and I said I checked it out when she asked for it, but I never told anyone. Hey, real talk, though, the I believe the very last one, because the first one was about the prom date. The second one was about the car, right? The yes. third one is some real shade. The third one, was, like, the third one I mean, at that point, people were, like, sick of it. Had they laid with that one first, uh-huh. I think that would have got more heat. What was the third one? The third one was basically saying, like, yeah. I, you stole you my know, license or some shit? No. The, okay, the first one was uh, talking about the prom date. The second one was about the car. Mm-hmm. And then the third one was about saying, like, yeah, you know, we're ready to graduate from high school. This was the biggest moment of our, of our lives at that point. And, like, Brie was kind of sort of dumb slash lazy, so I, you know, I pulled that twin magic and took her exam so we can graduate. Damn. That whole going to be left behind. <laughs> like, yeah, that basically, they, she threw shade. She's saying, Brie, dumb, y'all. Yeah. I, I just wonder when, um. Like, y'all, y'all are identical twins, bro. That, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> y'all have the same genetic code. Like, it doesn't <laughs> work that way. Like, if you say, if you throw a shade saying this bitch is dumb, then you might be a dumb motherfucker too. <laughs> but, I, 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 I mean, whatever. It worked. I thought, this was pretty I, much the most, that was the best thing on Raw last night, I thought. I, well. Like, a lot of people were shitting on that, that whole thing with the Bellas. Like, because it, it was, it's just Bellas twin which, resentment. Well, which one? Okay, because as bad as the opening two were, the last one was funny, at least. And then there's segment in ring when you have Stephanie there and you also have Paige and AJ there. That one worked. That was like the equivalent for me. Um, it wasn't as well executed, but like that's that was supposed to essentially, I guess, for them supposed to be like the um, the like the right before TLC. Mm-hmm. The titles being, what was it called? The coronation? What was it called? Uh, Championship Ascension Ceremony. Yeah, yeah, it was like, supposed. it was meant to be that, I'm assuming. And it had some, it had its moments, like seeing Stephanie and AJ glare at each other. It was like, yes, yeah, forget that's everything. Money. Get everything else in the ring. Like, let that be like something for Survivor Series or Royal Rumble yeah, or WrestleMania lay, or something. Lay that down the road. That needs to happen. Um, like, people, people will definitely watch that. Uh, I'm going for Stephanie. <laughs> I am too. Uh, <laughs> I really don't know what that any of that did for Paige. It worked. It did everything for it did for all um, five of the women in the ring. It did something for except for the actual champion. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I had got into it with someone online about AJ last night. Shocker. Um, and I thought that AJ was the fifth most important person in the ring because she's not Stephanie, she's not the owner of the company, she's not the champion, and she's not either of the Bella Twins who are dominating everything. Agreed. But that look with Stephanie was money. It is what gets her is what gets her you know, gets her somewhere in the future. Right. Whereas Paige is like, so what am I just a sitting duck? <laughs> like And I and also got pushed and also got like, you know, I basically was a cushion for for uh Nikki's fall. Right. Awesome. I mean, it, obviously they all needed time, um, but 
Was they like what did you make of them all? You know, slapping all of them together because for the longest we were operating with two diva storylines. Now it seems like we're all about to, they're interconnecting. They're yeah. all they're all that's it was like the night of interconnecting storylines. Like, yeah, especially with Mark Henry and um and the Wyatts and also Russo. Russo like, like they're all yeah. like like they, let them all let all of them have battle royal. And then, the op- and then the opening segment was turned into a six man tag. Yes, like I was like uh huh like. He's like, oh, we're going to get, like, wait, you're going to get Jericho Triple H? Yeah, right. And then yeah. he's like, oh, we're going to get Jericho Orton. No. Oh, we're going to get, uh, oh, please, God, don't let it be uh, um, Reigns versus Kane. No one yeah. wants to see that. Like, and then um, all of a sudden, six-man tag was like, okay, so we're just doubling up. Like, like Raw, I see how y'all did this. Raw last week was six-man tag. SmackDown last week was six-man tag in the main event. Now this is six-man tag. One good thing is that at least they they they're about to wrap this Jericho Wyatt shit up on Raw, and with the cage, yeah, yeah. with the cage match. So it seems uh, like they're about to wrap up. Uh, it seems like they're about to wrap up Orton's Reigns, Reigns too. too. Yeah, because they're both both rematches from SummerSlam are going to be on Raw next week. Yeah. Um. So I'm the way I was, you know, taking it. It would be a Jericho Orton Night of Champions match, and Reigns would take on. Who's the other guy? I just lost my Probably name. Rollins. Yeah, Rollins, yes. And Reigns would take on Rollins at uh, Night, Night of Champions. Ray Wyatt, you know, you get a light of Red Cross pretty much. He's going to find somebody. He just hasn't appeared yet. Why not Big Show? Uh, uh, I guess. You know, I don't know. You want to see that, though? I mean, I think Big Show could say the match. No, I do not want to go see that, no. I think Big Show could say the match, but... Because I don't think either one of them together could do something that, like, some type of feat that would, like, save the match. Like, I don't, like, well, I don't know what they do to save the match. Big, sh- big Show's out here sunset flipping and shit, bro. <laughs> but that's against, the, but that's against, like, br- that's against Rowan and Harper. Uh-huh. Like, you know, maybe he's not as enthused when he has to hop in the ring with Luke Harper. Like, <laughs> oh, you just, t- you just cut a promo for five minutes and you say absolutely nothing. I'm bored. Unreal. I don't know. But I, I won. It, it's so. How many weeks away are we? How many Raws are we away from uh, Night of Champions now? We are two or three. T- th- Night of Champions is on the twenty first. The twenty first. Twenty first. Yes. So we have like three weeks to go. Um, now nah, I know why. That's a pay per view. They basically like, oh, we got these dead days. That's my have basically a these six man's. You know. No, and, like next week's gonna basically be a pay per view for them. Like you're just gonna have a super deck, a super card out there. Yeah. In the time being, because it's dead time. What did you? <laughs> think? We're all over the place right now. Yep. But um, Jack Swagger, um, and, he, Bo and Bo Dallas, and Bo Dallas basically brings you know these people out on stage, like this guy named Steve who has lost his life savings from betting on fake sports. I it was like Richie. Richie, yes, Richie. No, not me. Um, bro, me and you, okay. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Okay, <laughs> I noticed that me and you had tweeted the same thing. It was basically like, you had said, like, get the F out of here. He's, he's you know. He's betting on phase four. Get the fuck out of here. And then mine was, like, I don't, like, Rich is a goddamn fool for, <laughs> for, for, for betting on fake sports. So, I, you know, I, I didn't delete mine. I was like, oh, yeah. Whatever, the same thing. So, uh, for all but, these people shaming the country out there. Then they went to, uh, I forgot the second guy it was. He's Italian, right? He was Italian. 
Yes, and, and he was getting deported. And he said, you have some funny shit to say about that. Deported. I was like, bro, do you think Jack Swagger, Zeb Coulter, or JBL, or JBL in parentheses gives a gives a flying fuck about someone getting deported? <laughs> like that's kind of like what they're here for. They're they're kind of for that. Yeah. Like yeah, you can leave this country. You know, like we don't remember JBL chasing people across the border out here. Yeah. Really. I. Like we the people does not mean you, bruh. Yeah. Like, you can you know, hop on the plane. Yeah. You, you you can never come back, <laughs> you know. But, I mean, it, it was just ridiculousness. Uh, but at least they gave, it was weird. It was almost like they, I don't know if it was just a time slot open, but they kind of, like, recommitted to the guys they brought up recently. Like, yep. they gave Bo a segment, and then out of nowhere, the, the, the um, Exotic Express showed back up. Yes. You know, we need to fill this time. I don't you know? I don't remember the last time I saw him, but he's back. Good for him. Uh they threw in a they basically threw in a throwaway uh diva six man six woman tag match just to promote oh my uh, gosh. total divas. Naomi deserves better. Sorry, Sierra. I, I'm gonna complain until, you know, something happens, you know. Or me and my friend James will just stop watching, you know. <laughs> you know. Uh, Naomi once again hung out to dry, never really, you know, given. All right, so if I, if I remember correctly, who all was in that match? Naomi, Cameron, Rosa Mendez, Rosa Mendez, Layla, who hasn't been seen in ages wrestling. Yeah. Um, Eva Marie, who who was That's the top right. heel in the match, by the way. And who else? There's one other. It gets blurry. Alicia Fox. It had to be Alicia Fox. Maybe Natalia? Natalia. No, it wasn't Natalia. Uh, it was not Natalia. Uh, who was in Total Divas? It wasn't Nikki. It wasn't Bree. Nope. Whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is that Summer, right? Yes, it was Summer. Okay. And everybody's wondering when she turned faced. Her face. I don't, bro. That, they don't... They don't... Like, the Diva division, they have not cared about who's peeled or who's face for forever. It's just like you're a heel for the moment. Like even on a storyline, you we just throw you wherever. Remember when it was the it was the divas versus the non divas. Yes, and, all y'all. Kayla, if y'all ain't on the show, y'all heel. And Caitlyn was a face champion for a minute, and then she lost about the AJ, and then comes or Survivor Series time. They just team threw, up. They just threw her ass with the, under, with the quote unquote undesirables. Yes. And they, yeah, run it, and then she had to get mowed down by that that you know <laughs> that extendo. <laughs> The extendo clothesline yep. that cleared the ring in Survivor Series. Unreal. Bro, that's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Like, really? Like y'all ain't even running at it. Y'all just you just jogging around and y'all taking y'all taking feet, women out left and right with the clothesline? Really? That's what's going on in these that's, streets? That's what's hot out here. What's worse? That Everyone selling into that clothesline or Triple A selling that Brie Bella slap a couple weeks back? Uh, I think all of them, you know, taking that clothesline because it was like you had they had to time that shit and all all look foolish together. Okay, that's true. It's far less realistic looking, but watch Triple H just take a dive. <laughs> <laughs> Oh oh, 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 help me, help me, I mean, oh. I'm all shook up. Yes. Yeah. Like, I, I can't function, I've been slapped. Yeah. 
14 times champion, I've been slapped in can it can't function. Yeah. Like every, such a whole such a pressure point, such a whole body down. Exactly. <laughs> when we come back, uh, that's gonna wrap up our first segment. We're just kinda on the random day. Drifting. Just, yeah, just, drifting. Just, this is like this is gonna be a fun episode of One Nation Radio. Like so we we might get into whatever. But uh, we'll be back from the break, and we'll be back to talk about James' James's opinion on who the top heel in the company is. Yes. Uh, we'll be talking about Stardust and Goldust. Yes. You know, turning on yes. the Usos. Um, what else we got? We're just playing stuff, man. We've had two weeks. We've had, I mean, we haven't had a podcast since... Slater the Gator, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that thing. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, this is One Nation Radio. Bitch! Yeah. Yeah, I said bitch. Hey man, what my real niggas in this motherfucker, man? Do the real nigga walk through for me. Hey, how be feeling like the man when I walk through? Hey. Can't say what you're saying when I walk through. I got all these hoes staring when I walk through. One Nation. Hey. Welcome back to One Nation Radio. Watch me walk through. <laughs> you know. I done, I done made a couple bands on a walkthrough. <laughs> I'm like, this, in the words of like, you know, a wrestling thing, like, I feel like this song has got to be a rib, kind of like the other rappers. But, you know, I you know, I made a couple bands on a walkthrough, you know, and dude just made it into a song. Maybe, man, maybe. I just think that this is like some stunt casting type shit. That's all. Yeah. She's tight. Like, you know, I, I haven't listened to too many Rich Homie Kwan songs. But, um, you know. I mean, I, look. Like, unlike that class of guys that we talked about, like, the, the, you know, the, all the ones that have the terrible names, like, you know, Schoolboy Q, Ty Dolla Sign, Young Thug, uh, Rich Homie Kwan. Like, I. I don't know. Like,. Their names will make you think they're the worst rappers ever, but they're just, but they're not. Like you know, they got a lot of you know tracks that are listenable and you know they, a lot of fun stuff. Especially like Ty Dolla Sign. So yes, he's like he's that nigga. So, but anyway, uh, that's, I guess we'll say that for the rap podcast. But. Right, right. Um, so um, continuing, um, the best heel in the business, James. Uh, you know, you've been making this case to me, and I just kind of been laughing. I've been enjoying his work. Uh, but I'll let you head a floor. Okay. The best full top or the best wrestling heel in the business right now has to be the Miz. Has to be Michael Mizanin, yes. The excellence is just I'm sorry, man. Like first off, people already hate him. Yep. Second off, that man's like that I almost almost feel like that orange that, that terrible tan he has is just a troll. Because if I remember correctly, it wasn't that insane when he was uh when he was like a quote unquote face. Nah, he was a he's in great shape too right now. Yeah. Like he comes out as this conceited uh wrestling superstar, which, you know, I saw I thought to myself, huh, like it's almost like Johnny Cage from the Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I saw people on on Twitter were saying the same thing. I was like, oh, okay, like, I, I, I'm not the first person onto this, but, like, it, I, you kind of get that vibe. Right. And then, like, all of a sudden he comes out, he's, you know, every, you know, every superstar, every actor has a stump double. double. And then this guy, Sandow, who's been floundering and just been this, this straight-up comedy act, jobber, um, 
basically saying, hey man, give me give me uh, Sandow. And he becomes Damien Mizdow. And now he's he's not even just a, a, a stunt double. He's now like a manservant. Yeah. And, and he has a makeup artist also now. And now, yes, and getting to that, he's in a tag match. And Cesaro's his tag partner. And Cesaro looks over to like tag him in. And he sees... Miz sitting at the, at the chair getting touched up by his makeup artist. Unreal. Bro, man. I, and he's wrestling wearing sunglasses. Yes. And he's still out here not refusing to take it hit in the face as a, as a pro fucking wrestler. Like, yes. You know. Now, I don't know if this necessarily, uh, who was it? Uh, Mark Merrill that had the arrogance? No, that was uh, Rick DeMotto Martell. I always confuse Martell and Merrill because I don't know. But the boys are both tan. That's yeah, why. <laughs> Mer- yeah, but Meryl was, you know, he might like Meryl. If I remember correctly, Meryl was freaking Little Richard. So, yeah, yeah like, Johnny be anyway, bad. Yeah. So, so uh, Meryl comes out there with spraying. I don't know if it's him necessarily with the arrogance spraying that nasty ass, stink ass cologne on the bitch. Yeah, but, uh, Rick Martell. But yeah, Rick Martell. Yeah, same. Whatever. Uh, but it's close to just, just like the gimmick is so detestable. Like, bro, I couldn't imagine. Bad. Like, bro, if they had brought this, if this was from, they could have done this. The thing that made so great is this could have been done in any era and been perfect. Any era. Imagine watching this shit in '96 and not hating Miz. Yeah, like, like you want Bret Hart to put that man in the sharpshooter or Sean to kick him in the face. I, bravo, man. Bravo. And, and the thing is, he's having this great feud with, with Ziggler. Yes. Um, who's Like, Ziggler's on fire right now. Um, but Sandow, as we were saying, I told you earlier, like, this is all, like, everybody's wondering how Sandow's going to come back. This is going to be it. Like, yes. eventually, like, the Sandow's going to turn on the him. The manservant's going to want going to want some more appreciation just being a manservant. That's just generally how it works. And we may get Sandow the face. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but I mean, he's talented enough anybody, to figure it out. I mean... Unless you're the authority, unless you're Triple H or Stephanie, you're a you're a, you're a face next to next, next Miz. to Miz at this point, bro. That dude is just ridiculous. I, I'm 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 so happy this man is getting essentially his due because WrestleMania 27 people was like you didn't deserve to have that belt or whatever, and maybe he didn't. But at the same time, you can't say this man hasn't had a bunch of great ideas to get to get over as a heel over the years. Yeah. Like, remember when he was out here rap, rapping Cleveland, or rapping, uh... With our truth You suck. <laughs> yeah, it remixed the What's Up. Like, bro, that was great. Bro, Awesome Truth was like... It was conspiracy, remember yeah. all that? And that was like a huge storyline for the back half of 2011. Bro, and they, and they fucked it up so bad, but... Yeah, like, Miz had a lot of shit out of his control. And then him going away, you know, fucking up kind of his momentum every time when he was a face... He couldn't really get established because I don't of the movies. He, I don't think he can ever get over as a face. No, I think I think people people dislike, don't like him. I think that's my point. I think people dislike him enough. He's like, you know what? These people are never gonna like me. It doesn't matter. I can I can team up with the Brooklyn Brawl all I want to. It won't matter. So you know what? I'm gonna give these people what they want, and what they want is to hate me. Is to hate me, and I'm gonna give them the reason to hate me besides just dislike. It's actually gonna be legitimate, and he's he's done very well with it. Hey, can we just talk about Danny Hodge real quick? Okay. Our annual, yes, you know, our, yeah, our random Danny Hodge <laughs> moment of the uh, show. Right. Um, I I had just heard the story about you know him breaking the pliers with his bare hands. <laughs> Basically, if anybody is, is just listening for the first time, Danny Hodge was the baddest motherfucker to ever live. Pound apparently, for pound. pound for pound. You know, no one's ever answered the Danny Hodge versus Ming question yet. We'll just pretend they they exist in two separate arenas. 
But um, basically, uh, Denny Hodge used to go in and uh, break pliers and apples with his bare hands. The next time you want to, you think you're a tough guy if you're sitting there or girl listening to this, um, go ahead and grab an apple, and I want you to squeeze with with all your might and, and see what you uh, can come up with. Now, personally speaking, the only guys I can imagine right now that are walking around and, you know, have that ability are NFL offensive linemen because to do that job, you have to have them hands of steel. By the way, Danny, Danny Hodge is 82 years old doing this. Yeah, 82 years old. I saw this DDP actually had his video he posted um, sometime in the last few years or so. And Danny Hodge at this um, thing with Jim Ross. And uh, all you see... <clears throat> is Jim Ross hand him an apple because that's, you know, that's kind of what he's known for. And he's, he's in his 80s, and he grabs the apple, and he crushes that shit over the wastebasket and throws it away. And I'm just like, huh? So I'm like, all right, I got to get a gauge of how ridiculous. I know it's difficult, but I have to get a gauge. So I ended up getting an apple. This man bought an apple to intentionally and I, and fuck I try, it up. And I Somewhere in Africa, they're like, you're, ass, you're an asshole for this. I, well, I, ate that, I, ate, I ate the apple, and even if I so happened, even if I so happened to have broken it, I would have ate the apple still. Anyway, okay. trying, to, trying to make me feel bad when I'm out here throwing away food. Anybody that know me know I don't throw away food. Anyway, um, so I I tried it with all my might. I gave it two good tries, you know, two good squeezes. I was like, nah, bro, ain't nothing doing here. Like, I, that man's the truth. He, he grips a hold of you. It's a wrap. I'm going to go grab an apple and try. Now, so, for me, as I said to Rich, like, anytime you want to walk up on any of the, uh, you know, any any random person that you know, just, you know, a workout fanatic type person, put them on that Danny Haas challenge. Just, just you know, and, and real if it were you, put them on Instagram and record it and watch them squeeze all they might trying to squeeze the apple and make them like a goddamn idiot. Because I'm looking at Rich right now trying to squeeze his apple, and the only thing moving is his face. <laughs> Hey man, he's squeezing a. Hey man, nah, it ain't happening. That shit, ain't nothing doing, bro. You look, all you get is a dent hey in that bro, bitch. Like, <laughs> you might want to put that apple down. Like, you ain't gonna do nothing but hurt yourself. This ain't gonna be nothing but eating it. You know, you I'm know, getting my Carlito on. All you gonna do is sprain a whole bunch of a whole bunch of ligaments in your hand <laughs> trying to fuck with that. You ain't no Danny Hodge. So, yeah, man. Like, the story for me that I heard was on a. It was on the badasses episode of. Uh, the Legends of Wrestling yep. on the network that they have. And they're talking about Danny Hodge, and apparently uh, Danny Hodge before uh, with, with, was getting driven around by by Ross. Mm-hmm. And Ross is telling a story about how they went to a small little town um, just as like a just t- kill time before he needed to be somewhere. And, um, you know, Danny Hodge was an All-American and all that kind of stuff, so people, you know, people knew who he was. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's in this small little town, and uh, this guy that owns a hardware store goes, you're Danny Hodge, and you know obviously in, in, in classic wrestling, in classic wrestling, everybody that recounts a story always imitates that person mm-hmm. mockingly. He goes, "Yither, yes sir." Uh, I heard you can squeeze apples. You know, you well, break- I thought you were not that big. You- yeah, you're not that big. I heard you can break apples with your hands and also break pliers. Yes, sir. That's right. Takes him, takes him to his hardware store, pulls out all the pliers, like a whole number of pliers. And over the course of time, he just breaks them. Yep. Keeps breaking them. And then he's breaking apples or whatever. And then, you know, at that point, he had to leave. And that was a story. Like, and people... And at first, when I heard this story... He took his hand I heard after. this story. There's another story, and I'll get to it, but... 
over time, like, I had heard about the story, I'm like, okay, I've heard this enough times, but it sounds like bullshit. And then I see it live, I'm like, he's 80, bro, he's 82, 80 years old. Like, nah, man. Like, this is him back free. in the 70s. Bro, that man get a whole new, and now I makes believe in that story, like, bro, Bruiser Brody lost his damn mind trying that man. He gripped a hole that he'll never let go. That man, well, that, Dan, man that man, that man has vice grips for thumbs, bro. If uh, Danny Hodge decided to turn into a shoot, that man would have been heavyweight champion of the world for 40 years. <laughs> I don't know, maybe that long, but, you know, if yeah. he, he decided he wasn't coming off the belt. They would have had to, like, establish a 24-hour rule him, like the hardcore title. <laughs> get the belt off yes, we got to talk about that. Um, uh, but so, Danny Hodge, one more thing about Hodge. Um, Ross was asked, who could ever challenge Hodge? It was basically a Kurt Angle versus Danny Hodge question. He said, you know, Danny Hodge would win. He said the only person that would be able to challenge Hodge would be Lesnar, and that's simply because of the size difference. But the thing that's interesting about that is, like, by all accounts, from what I've heard, or they'll, like, Lesnar and Angle used to go at it backstage, and Angle got the better of them. I mean, I, I, I don't know yeah. what exactly that means, and also, given that point in time. I don't know how amateur wrestling works. But, yeah, exactly. Like, um, but. <clears throat> The um, the other Danny Hodge story is like people used to used to they heard about the handshake similar to the Adrian Peterson thing and they hear about this person's handshake and then hey you know handshake and then all of a sudden like Danny Hodge is trying to give him a normal human handshake and then some he realized some asshole is trying to squeeze his hand he look at him crazy and then like okay and squeeze and then he'll squeeze the the damn he'll break your damn bones until you say uncle Danny Hodge believes in gentlemen but. You were saying the twenty four seven rule. Oh yeah. For man. our younger listeners, you know, who may not be familiar with the uh twenty four seven um thing. The hardcore championship was a thing back in late nineties, yeah, early two thousands. Yeah. And basically the hardcore championship was on the title or was on the line at all times. It was being defended at all times. Even though they even though the champion did or did not know it. So there was constant occasions where, especially with Crash Holly, um, where all of a sudden, out of nowhere, uh, he, you know, let's say he's in a parking lot, he's talking to somebody, randomly he gets, next thing you know, someone, someone hits him upside the head with something and tries to pin him, and it's, all, it's on him to kick out. Um, at one point, apparently, uh, and it's funny because Lillian Garcia is the, is the ring announcer, so... Out of nowhere, in the middle of the ring, Crash Holly is tussling with the Godfather and I believe someone else. I can't recall. Mm-hmm. And the Godfather and the other guy in the outside the ring. Crash Holly's on the on the mat. Next thing you know, one of Godfather's hoes rolls that man up and pins him one, two, three. So Lillian Garcia goes. One of Godfather's. He, he goes. Oh, the, the, the winner and new hardcore champion. One. One of Godfather's hoes. Instead of just like it yeah. just completely sold the way she said it, it didn't obviously crash Holly rolled her up and got the hell out of there. Yeah. But it was funny. You see occasions where uh, Jack Briscoe was the was the hardcore champion. Yeah. And in the back pinning people in their sleep. Yes. Why well, did absolutely knocked out unconsciously? The funniest one was I think um, was Crash Holly was doing laundry. Like, and he was at a laundromat and, and people was rolling <laughs> up on that man at the laundromat and he had to like get out of dodge. Also, at WrestleMania 18, there was, like, a gag, like, Christian wanted to win the title, and he kept trying to escape, basically, the arena, and every time, you know, they, they flashed back to it between matches. Pretty much, it was like, um, the, uh, the, 
Hollywood backlot street fight oh, day. Wow. It was kind of like that. Like he ended up losing at the end of the night. But um, Hurricane one time, um, he was the hardcore champion. Oh, God. And Molly, remember <coughs> Molly Holly? Mm-hmm. She uh, was there. They were doing an interview, and somehow there's a referee around. You know, that, we'll, we'll get, to, we'll get to that. Always. We'll get to that in a minute. But she was like, look, a bird. You know, like basically on their superhero gimmick, he looks. She pulls out a fucking frying pan and ra- and, and whacks that man, bro, <laughs> and becomes a hardcore champion and runs off with, with the belt. I think it, that was at that WrestleMania, too. Okay. Well, here's my thing. The one that's funny for me was Briscoe's backstage or whatever. He's like, I'm champion. And he's talking to Pat Patterson. At this point, they're the Stooges. So, uh, next thing you know... There's a ref there out of out of the blue for I don't know why, and they're like they're celebrating with like cheap champagne like they just won a championship. I yeah. mean, which obviously well Briscoe did, but you get my point. It's yeah. almost like they won an NBA championship or whatever. And then with the bottle, Briscoe turns his head. Pat Patterson bashes that man over the head and rolls <laughs> that man up and leaves with his title. Like it, I don't, it, I, bro, it's just so, they need to bring the heart the twenty four seven rule back. Bro, I mean, me up Joe does like at this point, you know. Um, had had Daniel Bryan stayed healthy, had Triple H got to the point of desperation, it would have turned into, <laughs> all right, we're the WWE World Heavy, Heavyweight Championship is now being defended under twenty four seven rules. We would have like, what? We like, have, we would, I mean, we could have had on Total Divas, we could have had Brie Bella being champion for yes. like fifteen minutes. Yes, he would have had to like you know. Put his hands on her somehow. No, I could have just been a gay. Like, yeah. happy anniversary, babe. One, two, three. Oh, no. I lost the belt. I'm just playing, baby. You have it back. Right, One, right. two, three. Ain't shaving in. Obviously, people being furious yeah. a woman's champion or whatever. As if, like, you know. They wasn't flirting with the idea of getting, giving China the belt. Yeah. I never heard of that before. Yeah. They were flirting with that, like, at SummerSlam 99. And then somebody, you know, corrected that. That, that thought. <laughs> Because think about it, she was like one of the biggest things in she like was. at mainstream time. Was. Like she was in Playboy. You know who else was, was though? Who? Sable. Yeah. You give Sable the belt. Though. But she wasn't like believable. Like China was out there, you know, tussling with these dudes, like and and bigger than you know most of these dudes, outlifting Triple H, you know, according to rumor. But you know, they worked about as well. They both had about the same work rate. <laughs> And then he, he also found that like it took it. China got better as time went on. She wasn't a complete. She was a complete stiff early on though. Yeah, Jericho like uh, in the second book pretty much like eviscerates China like, and then it was just like no one was allowed to do anything with her. Like it was it's if y'all haven't read it, check out Jericho's second book. It's like pretty early in the book, so not to look hard. But speaking of people, you know that have always. This is a terrible segue, but I'll just go into it. it coming. Stardust and gold dust <laughs> have become heel dust. Yes, heel dust, man. Um, we get this Usos versus those guys. I think it's going to be an excellent match. Um, is I'm preparing for the show to be stolen. Yeah, me too. And it's going to be actually for the first time we actually differentiate the Usos because one will not be jumping around. <laughs> we will not be doing all that suicide, all that suicide diving and over the top rope shit, nah, bro. You grounded. My dog, my dog Stardust took that man out. I want to say it was, it was Jimmy Uso actually. Wow. I thought it was Jay. No. Okay. Well, y'all, 
See, okay. Oh, he yeah. attacked Jay Uso. Yes, Jimmy Uso was in the match. Jay Uso was the one that got the. Uh, he was the one that was still recuperating because he had a bum knee because he. You that know. man always losing, bro. No Naomi, no Total Divas. <laughs> that man, stay, he's Janetti. Oh wow! Look, if, if Jimmy ever learned to talk, it's a wrap. Well, I mean, that's their issue. When you give them a mic, bad things happen. Like yeah, <laughs> that's just how it works. Like, <laughs> it, like they're lucky that they are. Just a notch better in the ring than they are on the mic because you, you just hide them. You just hide them. Yeah. Like they can never be heels. Like Goldust and and Rose have turned heel. Like I yeah. yeah it's it's, I mean, it's kind of odd. Yeah, it's kind of odd. But you know we we went through last year with them. You know having all those great matches. Goldust flipping yes. and shit. Yes, he's still flipping around. How are we supposed to boo Goldust, bro? <laughs> I mean, we booed him before. That was in '96. He ain't been a heel since then. We can come up with something. We'll come up with something. Like, because I, I don't let know about you. On, let him keep beating on people. Let yeah, him keep beating yeah, on people. Yeah, he has to just be vicious. Like, he'll have to he'll have to beat on real beloved motherfuckers. Bro, they took the Uso out, man. Yeah. And them boys are over. Um, Look, we saw... We've seen Cody Rhodes just a few years ago when he was out here with, the, with that uh, protective nose mask thing on. He was out here telling... He had goons... Uh, telling ugly people in the crowd to put bags over their heads. And he was yelling, put a bag on. Yes. I think he can get over as a heel. Um, we uh, have Rusev and Mark Henry. I I want Mark Henry to win so bad. He's not. For, for more than, you know, more reasons than, than one. Yeah, you know? he's still not going to win. And like the only way he wins would be like, yeah, you know, you know that thing y'all were saying, y'all were saying about Rusev beating all the black guys. Well, we just gave him a black guy that he's gonna lose to. Like that's the only reason why you let him win. Other than that, it's stupid because you got to keep him. Like, yeah, like at this point, you can't. You gotta expect him like to be wrestling John Cena at Hell in a Cell. Yeah, or whatever something. That is. I don't know. Uh, or, or Sheamus or somebody like yeah, that. Well, like, that doesn't work because he's like Lana shooting on America. He's Irish. He's the U.S. champion, so he can defend. He can defend the USA. It's not. It's not so far of a stretch that they wouldn't do it. I guess. Um, I. I really wish they had kept going with Mark Henry and Big Show versus. Uh, the white yes, uh, namely the the Luke Harper experience. Yes, but um, I don't know. Like, we'll see what this means for for Big Show and what this also means for Bray Wyatt because it seems like there's a lot of, as you said earlier, like there were three segments where they just threw a bunch of shit together. It was all interconnected. Yeah, a lot of people were saying it was the worst world of the year. I don't necessarily agree with it, that. Was it worse than last week's? Yeah, last week was painful. Like I decided to skip the main event and just 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 take the sleep, you know. I, I'll take the extra twenty five minutes of sleep. Um, there's something else I'm forgetting. Is there? I feel like there is. Uh-huh. Oh, the main event. Um, yeah, the six oh, man tag. Oh, we still talking about that. I mean, we can. I, I thought it was. I thought it was a cool, uh, you know, match. Uh, Reigns, Jericho, and Cena, like, it, it came out of no, nowhere, pretty much. Um, Cena's German, or, Cena's holding up a sign unintentionally. He backwards. It. Yeah. No, because the first... He, he the thought first, it was two-sided. 
that's exactly what I said to myself too. And I was like, yeah, he fucked up. I was like, yeah, I was like, thank second, God they didn't say Chris Benoit. On the, second it, the second it happened, I immediately um, went to Twitter. I went to Twitter to check to see what people had to say, and if people didn't have any good jokes, so I was like, oh, well, I guess seen this, you know, Dodge one. that one, yeah, um, tag me in. It's amazing to me how much better Jericho looked when he didn't have to wrestle Bray Wyatt. I mean, he had a really good match when he wrestled uh, Rollins. That's how Jericho does. That he man. jumped in. He had a good match with Harper that they jumped into too on SmackDown or Raw. I believe it was SmackDown. I mean, whatever. They yes. need to find. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like I'm, I'm not the obviously I'm not the biggest fan of uh, White, but at the same time, after what happened in that match, he had uh, the or last week on Raw. Mm-hmm. Where he basically gets squashed out to Cena, and then they have a six-man tag match um, in the in like the aftermath. Mm-hmm. Like he's in a like they've like done a weird thing with him. They almost I don't know. It's just weird. He's in a weird spot now, that man. Like, but I don't think. Okay, obviously he's not getting buried. He's on TV, and they let him talk, even though he didn't do shit on uh, on Monday either. They, they did let him have a segment yeah. where he talked about nothing, but. I don't know where he goes after getting done with Jericho right now. I mean, Big Show doesn't seem like something. Do you want to see why Big Show, man? Um, are we talking about earlier? Yeah, like Big Show can do some passing, stuff with him, but, I mean, but yeah, I don't know. like it, Big Show is only like Big Show is only good when motivated, and yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like um, if Jericho couldn't get it out of him. I don't know if Big Show is actually going to do that. Yeah. Um, I I say, you know, maybe he fights, like, I know Ziggler's tied up with Miz, but um, he he has to just become this, like, evil motherfucker, like, and be more definitive for his reasons. Or if not, have no reasons. Like, I have no reason to do this to you. Like, I'm just evil. I just want to do I just want to inflict pain on you. you know? Well, I mean, that's pretty much what he does, except he wraps it up in nonsensical yeah, it's like you have to unwrap the gift. Like it, he just has too much wrapping paper around his shit. Uh, I, what we're left with is garbage. Are we? <laughs> I, I wonder if they're going to turn him face, or they, like they're just throwing a holding pattern with him. I don't know. Like obviously, it's better than being demoted. But I mean, you say say the same thing for Cesaro. Like he didn't have anything for him. There was nothing for him last month, and now he's with Sheamus um, for who knows how long. But I think this is just I a think, one-off. I think we're, I think we're too, and I, and I don't say this mean like me or you. I mean like generally everybody. We're too, uh, we're too, we want everything too fast. As far as, okay, this person's getting a push, so he needs to be pushed like immediately to where he's where they plan to be. It's like, bro, they have to take care of, God knows how many people on that roster. Exactly. So. Sometimes that shit throws off the hierarchy. You, move, you jettison somebody well, up like that. Well, not even that. Like if you shotgun someone, whatever that happens. Um, but ultimately, you better be right. Eventually, well, not even <laughs> that. Like eventually, um, that person may get there or may not get there. But you just got to stay hot, or you got to come up with something to make you want to watch them on TV or make them want to put you on TV. Like, say what you want about people saying this and that about Daniel Bryan being buried, but he always has some for us. Right. Or, yeah, whatever. Or they that man, that man turns shit into, you know, 
But I mean, what what, what was it that was shit other like because like Team Hell No? I don't think that was bad. Like, like he was right think, where he needed to be. I then. don't think they've done anything. I don't think they've done anything better on a comedic scale than Anger Management since. I don't think they've done anything funnier since. Mm-hmm. That was two years ago. Yeah, I'd have to look, but I'm inclined to agree. Um, like with Brian, it was like we we knew the end game. I feel like. But we weren't sure. Like it, we 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 thought the company was operating how it would have like five years ago, where they would have just oh, oh you know he's gonna just lose the Cena and or do whatever. Like he's not gonna break through. But they actually let him break through. Like he's he's Daniel fucking Bryan now. Um, <clears throat> hopefully he comes back. But um, you know that's gonna wrap up our second segment. When we come back for segment three, it'll be no holes barred. Um, as pretty much as the rest of this podcast has been. But Noah's Bar, we're going to talk about WCW Nitro going up on the network. Uh, that was the thing I forgot. Um, we'll talk about whatever other bullshit pops in our minds. But this is the two-year anniversary of One Nation Radio. Uh, uh. One Nation Radio! Hello! New DJ Clue! 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 Yes. That definitely would have been. And then they're going to holler all over that shit the same way. Yes. Uh, welcome back to What Is Radio. We are <laughs> fucking clowns. Uh, especially this guy in front of me. Uh, you know, speaking of some old shit, uh, WCW Nitro uh, was put up yeah. on the network. AKA the Real. The Real, yes. Um, the episodes from 1995 and 1996, they need to quit flagging and put 97 and 98. Up before I go through the screen and choke a bitch. Hey man, progress is progress. I've been, you know, I've been waiting since. Jeez, was it February twenty fourth? Oh, twenty fourth when it debuted. Yes. Like if I was gonna get an on demand uh, pro wrestling video footage library, like that would be the first thing I'd go after. Like the Attitude Era of Raw and Nitro, mostly Nitro, because that was. Like it that was, was it. Like that was just the truth, man. Like watching the beginning of the NWO thing up until like when the wheels fall off have been the first thing I'd want to watch. Like just to rewatch what happened and like why I stopped watching without really knowing the quality of wrestling at that age. Right. Just just be able to you know, base what you're doing with these uh recaps. Yeah. These retroactive re- recaps. So And I'm I'm I'm, glad I'm going into it watching it in like a random order, so I'm not like just going in order. So, so that, like, to make it even see, more... See, imagine that getting you fucked up. Why? Imagine, it, okay, think about it. Like, obviously there's some stuff you already know that you can fit it in. But, like, a lot of that stuff be like, yeah, man, he did this, and then, like, you know, like a month and a half ago, he was doing this. What the fuck? Well, that's the beauty of, of On Demand and all my devices. Because if I get confused, you can go check out the context around it, you know, so... Got a point. Um, 
what for I've started doing. Yeah, for nine ninety nine. Um what I've started doing is um hashtag modern what was it? Modern Monday night reviews, if I'm not mistaken. Since we're talking about nine ninety nine, right? Mo- hashtag modern day nitro review. Okay. Since we're t- just we just got back to nine ninety nine, the one thing I forgot to mention earlier is when you sent me the the um the t- the text of the picture of the nine ninety nine shirt. Mm-hmm. You know, normally the shirts go for twenty, and I thought to myself before I clicked on saw the price. Sometimes they have like like the Jake the Snake Robinson one. I got that one for seven ninety nine on there. Okay, well like the new like yeah. stuff. Yeah, at first I was I saw it and I was like. Bro, this would be fantastic. This shirt actually went for nine ninety nine, and I looked at the price, and it did. I was yes. like, "Wow, these guys are jerks." Like, <laughs> thing I said, but um, yeah, back to Nitro. Uh, so you only watched one episode ever, or what else have you watched? I've watched yeah, like an episode and a half. Okay, because I imagine myself like either starting right after Bash at the Beach or starting right after Imposter Sting. Gotcha. That's me texting you the link. Okay. Um, we, uh, yeah, like Nitro for me, it was like, okay, we got to see all these main event matches just happening every week. And at that time, Raw was like, it was like Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, Austin, who wasn't Austin yet. And Triple H, who wasn't Triple, Triple H, H yet. yet. The Rock, who wasn't The Rock yet. Mankind fighting or like basically interfering in everything Undertaker does. Yep. And you you sitting there being mad, and then spark plug Bob Holly. So, um, on the and none of them wrestled each other on TV. It was all say all there was saving all of that shit for the most part until the pay per view. Yep. Or we could you know swap over to TNT and we'll get Rey Mysterio versus Ultimo Dragon. You know, just happening. Yeah. At you know, right there at random. Uh, with no storyline or anything. Oh, like, okay, cool. I'm not a kid. I'm I'm a kid. I'm kind of picking up the stories a little bit, but you know, I'm I'm looking for you know the good matches and you know the the people that that have what I would later know as charisma. You know, um, we would see you know you can turn on the NWO who just you know Diesel and Razor Ramon went to WCW and they're fucking shit up and you know they're declaring war out here like this is you know. It was clear what show was better. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I, I kind of grew up as a Hogan, like, idolizer. So I'm down, like, even though he broke my heart, like, I'm down to watch him spit it to, spit on the camera. Like, bro, how <laughs> like many times? I would love to know how many, yes. I would love to know how many favorite times he spat on a WCW camera. It, it was multiple times. It wasn't just one time he did it. Like, there's been at least three different times I've yeah. seen him spit on the camera. Just, just And... Uh, bro, if you're a cameraman, especially back then when how WCW's camera man used to be sitting on that little on perch, the apron, yeah, the apron perch thing, calling the matches like, bro, you can't like as wrestler, you just like, yeah, bro, we can't go to that, we can't go to that corner. I have a whole new respect for cameramen. Like I went, I was went and did a, a show with um, NWA Signature Pro. That's the new name of uh, Florida Underground Wrestling. Okay. Um, and I actually, you know, became a cameraman. I had this big ass. 25 to 30 pound camera on my shoulder for three hours and then you got to get spit on bro too like god damn like <laughs> if you ever want a newfound respect for a cameraman aside from that the perfect match to watch is Shawn michaels versus undertaker the first time on the cell where sean is like going just like undertaker throwing that man everywhere around that cage 
and he's like falling to all different cameramen, and Sean is the asshole back then. So he's like, he's pushing the cameraman out the way. Yep. He's kicking cameraman. Like, oh man, Sean Mike wasn't going to kick me. Like, <laughs> it would have turned into a shoot out there. Be like, hold on, like, <laughs> would have turned into a shoot inside the cage, wow. you know? But um, yeah, like uh, Nitro, like. You know, before it goes off the rails, you know, do we? Do you think we ever get any of that 99, 2000, you know, 2001 Nitro, you know, 2000 Nitro on there? Are you asking me, they'll put it up. Yeah. They'll put it up just because they got it. I mean. I mean, they got the pay-per-views from that time, which yeah. you could see, like, yeah, watch, what was watch happening. Yeah, Vampiro. Human Torch match, you know. Depressed. They shouldn't have lost. <laughs> Yeah, and you get to watch Sting. Like, yeah, um, Raven. Oh, yes. Know, there are so many guys. Like, it's not just one guy for WCW. It was like they had this gigantic like assortment of talent that even at its top, WWE never even had. Like, regardless of whatever happened from top to bottom until the very end, WCW still had more talent top to bottom than WWF. However, like it came to a point to where like when you have Rock. And and Austin and Triple H and then you bring in Kurt Angle yep. and it like it's just like Undertaker. And, you, and you and you always have Undertaker you just like Big Show yeah Jericho Big Show shows comes up. out there Jericho's there like yeah bro they might have like the they might have like six or seven like like five or six of like the top eight guys in the in like in this sport this fake sport you, you they got they got beat basically by the heavyweights. Yeah. Like, they just basically just, they didn't have the horses at the end. Like, especially after they diminished what they had, like, Sting was, Sting was out there, out, it, it, they met, they messed up Sting, they messed up, um, Bret Hart, you know, which is, you know, some well parts of his age and some parts of, you know, lack of motivation and, you know, whatever else happened, like, with, with Owen and then you thought, like, how they fucked up Goldberg and it is just, like, once Goldberg got fucked, it was a wrap. Like DDP, can wrestle, like, DDP can have all the good matches he wants. Like, that dude, won, he wasn't that, dude, that dude wasn't the guy that can carry a company. Yeah, and they also fucked up Flair, like, a million times. Like, yeah. poor Ric Flair. Finger poke of doom. Yeah, lots lots of moments I'd rather not remember. But, you know, until then, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over the good moments. Um, you know, I'm going to watch plenty of Alex Wright. You know, <laughs> you know, be out there. That's Boomer just, Kid. You know, you know, I'm hitting that dance. You know, yeah. I'll do it as well. Know, just to let you guys know, we almost started the show with uh, Alex Riley's. Or it was Alex Riley, Alex Wright's music, but Rich decided to go against it in favor of uh, P2 Cruiser uh, rapping over Goldberg. Yeah. But, um, I I always wanted to know why they decided to have the smaller ring. I don't know. That's just a WCW thing. I've heard wrestlers talk about that. Like, the rings are smaller, and they didn't have real ring ropes. They were just, like, electric cables. Like, it was weird. Like, if you notice, those ropes were always really tight compared to, like, the WWE's ropes. Yeah. That was one thing I remember as a kid. I mean, mean, like, I would assume the reason why is, like, uh, it might have been a tradition that didn't didn't change. Like, especially when they were doing, like, the... Like the Nitro days, were like their their ropes were just a little different. Anyway, that, like that's a that's really inside wrestling. Um, like they just had all these differences. Like the the broadcast team was away from um, was like up on the perch basically. 
like away from being like ringside, which was always kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It, it's it's obviously they just couldn't keep up once WWF started doing ridiculous stuff with with like Austin showing up and with, you know with the violence in the in the in the in the skin they were showing like in like the storyline like bro once they like once Sable happened. Like that, like it was in trouble. Yeah, once Sable happened, and they had a main event, and the guys started, you know, you know, games, you know, it was just a wrap. Yeah. Like, by, like, bro, by the time Survivor Series eight, like ninety eight happened, and Rock was this big time dude, and everyone was rooting for that man to turn, like, to to win the title at that point in that tournament, and then Rock turns on them boys, and you're like, oh, okay, about that Rock Austin at WrestleMania, you're like, yeah, bro, it's. It's a rap. It's a rap. It's a riggedy rap. And like how I remember Halloween having ninety eight being absolutely stacked, but it just seemed like there was no soul in the company left. Like like and that was the time where Goldberg had the belt already. Yeah. And then Rock wins that belt that November and then they take the belt off of um Goldberg with Kevin Nash um at the Starcade. Where they use the stun gun, and then <laughs> the cattle prod, yeah, 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 the stun gun. So, and then um, basically, WCW is ruined from there. Yeah, man, it just they did a lot of stuff that was just unforgivable, regardless of the quality of what was le- <laughs> the quality of what was left. Um, it was just a it was just a wrap. Uh, and WWE by that point in time had it clearly the better product. You know, there was a couple, there was like a month or two where WWE had um, <clears throat> had a better product, but it was just they kept building. It, it finally it caught them, and then one, it was a wrap. There was it's nothing still they could going. do. I mean, regardless of the budget, like they they budgeted and they spent all this money on stupid shit. Then they lost like eight million dollars or sixty million dollars in the year two thousand. Like we're jumping all mm-hmm. over, but and. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, we're talking about we're trying to celebrate this thing, but at the same time, it's like for me, it's such a it's such a bittersweet thing to to celebrate because like it should still be around. We should still have two uh, two different companies battling at, battling it out, going through the same things at once. Now we're just like we have one company, and, and you're telling all the stories, and you're telling all the stories, whether good or bad. There's no competition aside from like different writers on different shows. That I don't know if that's still the case or if that's no, or if that was. I don't think that's the case. Yeah, anymore. and it's just like it's a closed-minded view of what wrestling should be. Like we don't have that dominate dominant like Southern kind of style wrestling. Well, well, really, my thing is we have so many wrestlers that are talented in WWE. Like, if we split them in half and actually had, like, an actual... Another promotion. Another promotion that, that was on, quote-unquote, equal footing financially, I feel like we could force all these guys. Like, I mean, there's one thing for, you know, Randy Orton in 2011 to get, dra- for, to get drafted to SmackDown after carry SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Or is, is one thing, or even in the, um, like, the aggressive... Uh, ruthless aggression. Yeah, ruthless aggression era where like SmackDown's out out rating Raw mm-hmm. because of the expansion guys and the OVW guys, but like we have enough guys here. Like we we, we talked about this. Like Fondango can wrestle. Like yes. Fondango has been on TV since like the very end. Like 2013. Of, like no, no, no. He's. I mean, like since. What, like right around Battlegrounds, like last time oh, okay, we saw yeah, him? Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought you said how long he's been up. 
Yeah, he's only been up since 2013. Yeah. And granted, he has a crappy gimmick, but like now, that man has no time to get on TV anymore. Yeah, he's going to have to go away and come out completely reinvented. And, like, you look at someone right now at the Divas Division where, like, okay, Stephanie, Bree, and Stephanie only wrestled one time in the last decade. Yep. Bree, Nikki, uh, Paige, AJ. That leaves out Emma. That leaves out um, Layla. That leaves out Naomi. That leaves leaves out Natalia. Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox as well. And they have nothing right now. Yep. And you even all they have, get to do is go wrestle Charlotte on it, get fed to Charlotte on NXT. And bro, imagine if we had a, we still had the cruiserweight division, and we had and we had um, Tyson Kidd out here jumping around, and Justin Gabriel still. Or Sami Zayn. <laughs> Sami Zayn, like whenever he been the biggest free agent, people been out here trying to grab him for whatever. Yes, like it, it would have threw it whatever they get him in a king's ransom. And bro, you imagine if people uh, people like. The way the indies will be flying out the shows with guys between people trying to sign them because they might be the hottest thing right now between like Rollins, like Trip, Sam Punk, Sam Punk would have been a big would have been a would have been a uh, big deal. Uh, Daniel Bryan definitely would have been a big deal. Sami Zayn, uh, Cesaro, all of them would have got signed by WCW. Probably. Like WCW probably, in theory would have signed all them. Two quote unquote low money deals. Yep. Um. Because WWF would be like, we have no place for you, whatever, and then we would it would have been something it, like had they not fell off, like eventually it would have turned it around. Yeah. Like somebody would they would have cleared house or something, they would eventually like started even through just basic the whole basic premise of being responsible financially. Yes. It it would have and not it, flying it, it every hurt. roster on the or talent on the roster to the show on the company's dime without using them. That's something that used to happen. Yeah, like they would have got rid of grant guaranteed tri- contracts. They would have did. They would have figured something out. Yeah. I don't know, man. But it was great while it lasted, and I'll I'll never forget it because, like, and you can most watch of it my all. favorite wrestlers are from our WCW guys or had a had a, a, a extended stint there. Yeah, and it's like you can you go back and you see these guys develop. Like me, I'm enjoying watching you know Booker T when he's in a tag team. Clearly, you know, ready you know, to do whatever, like, and, and being a huge, like, athlete jumping around, and, you know, you see his early development, you see DDP's early development, you see Eddie Guerrero when he came out with, like, the dry hair, like, he, oh, yeah, when he was a face at the yeah. beginning, and then came a heel and wet it up, yep, um, you see, like, you can't, you can't watch a, watch WCW Nitro without running into Benoit, like on there when he has like the quote on the little bit of mullet or the slick back and he's coming out with that uh song with the cowbell in it and it's just <laughs> that is like super energetic music that doesn't match anything about him. Yes. And he's like just he's just just wrestling his ass off and then you know Like for me bro like, I don't know man. Like as soon as we t- we finish this up, I'm about to turn some nitro on. For me, like, <laughs> for me like the main thing for me and, and obviously you've heard me talk about this before, like to this day like the best wrestler, I like as far as just a, a freaking move says, like the best and most exciting, best wrestler I've ever seen in my life was, was young Rey Mysterio Jr. Like when that man's come out here dressed up as all these all these comic book characters, which he still carried on later, years later, but like when he's dressed up as the mask or Spider-Man. He was real thin. Yes, real thin, like can jump in the ring with anybody. Like he can be used as, as he can be used as a lawn dart. Yeah. Like it, I, I just, you know. Those are my guys, and obviously I'm looking at through, you know, a, a kind of a 
a lens of nostalgia, but man, go ahead and deny dudes, that dudes, shit if you them want. Them dudes are fantastic. Um, like, them young dudes in WCW that never got the shot that they did because of what you know, because of the um, the, the older guys never moving. They were fantastic, and you know, for the most part, most of them proved. Um, prove what I thought back then yeah. later on um, but um, I'm I'm pretty much tapped out on that subject yeah but, same um, here let's watch Nitro yeah <laughs> we, we're gonna go ahead and throw on some Nitro and we'll be back we're actually gonna do like this is a this is a Tuesday um, we're gonna go ahead and upload this one and we're gonna come back with another podcast haven't decided what yet but it's like a special kind of two year anniversary thing so we're gonna give y'all two for one um, but appreciate all the the listeners uh, rocking with us for these last two years um, globally. Um, shouts out to Apple for uh, putting us in, you know, the, the rotation. Shouts out to Wale for uh, being our first ever huge guest on here. We're working on the second one um, soon. Um, and, you know, thank you guys, the listeners. Um I'm, I'm loving the numbers, and we just want to want to hear y'all, you know, become more of a voice on One Nation Radio. Anything to say, James, on there? Nah, man, I'm out. I should have known. We go, we just gonna play that back every time. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we gonna throw on some nitro. This is uh, One Nation Radio. Later. <laughs>